Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of Derek and Eric coming at you from the Zoom. The Zulu or Zoom? Zoom. (laughs) We zoom it all in and out of this show. Second episode of the week coming at you. Yeah, buddy. We're here. And, uh, uh, well, another week of losing. (laughs) What happens when you lose twice in one week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, or when you have, or when you have two teams that you like and they lose a total of three times, or if or your other team is 16 point underdogs, or you have your other team that's currently one <laughs> and three and they look like crap. <laughs> Talk about the avalanche. Ah, they're fine. Anyways, they'll be fine. What do we got going on today? All right. Well, first we're going to start off with the Denver ponies recap. Ugh. Then we've got Eric's power rankings and stats of the week. Yeah, I got some stats too. Rankings. A lot of change in the power rankings. Derek's got a couple stats he's going to throw in there. We're going to touch on the abs. Is it time to panic with a one and three start? No spoilers. No. The Denver Nuggets are off to a two and zero oh start. Jokic is still MVP, even though the league will never give it to him again. We'll touch on MLB postseason and some college football. There's not very many college football games to talk about, but we'll give you a little recap. Gonna hit you with our normal fantasy stardom situm and sleepers for the week and finish it off as usual with well, don't for- seven picks. Well, don't forget Louis Lounge thrown in there too, bud. Well, Louis Lounge is in there. Well, we'll touch on Louis Lounge. Well, you didn't say it. I know because I forgot it's, it's, it's hidden in the, the rundown there. It's in bold. I know it's still hidden. <laughs> anyway. Don't judge me. Anyways. Judge your ass. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's start it off. I'm judging you because you're a Broncos fan, Derek. Well, that's you have every right to do that. The Denver Ponies, Mm. first of all, need to change back to their color rush helmets. Give us the D. Give us the D. What's going on with these guys? Uh, Coaching, coaching is just. uh, I think it's a lot more than coaching. Ah, uh, well, a good portion of it is coaching and I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to bleep this out, but their coaching right now is dog. <laughs> There's no other way to put it, <laughs> but, uh, it's just coaching and just quarterback play. Bridgewater just looks terrible. The defense. Hello. You're ranked fourth overall in the NFL. That's, but see, yet- that's the thing. It's bad coaching. Oh, the players God. don't want to be there. They just look like they have Bad no execution. motivation. It looks like they have no motivation exactly. at all. Like whatever the coaches are feeding them, they're just like, okay. Here, here are guys. the stats on the game. Passing yards, Cleveland, 194. Denver, 182. Rushing yards, 182 for Cleveland. Denver, 41. 41. Total yards, 376 for the Cleveland Browns. Denver, hey, how about 223. How about those third down conversions for both teams? That's big. Here's okay. Uh, thank you for bringing up third down conversions. I will get you the stats here in just a moment. But Cleveland was nine of 15. Nine of 15. Dear Lord. Broncos were five of 11. When it's third and eight, you can't throw a five yard in route to Noah Fant and expect him to make a play every time. It's just do it. It's not going to work. Do it amazes me. Last week we talked about how predictable they are. Run, run, pass. First drive. And it's first, not even like a creative run. It's not a wide first, receiver reverse. It's not a like 
you know, first play to the outside. It's run right tackle. That didn't work. Run left tackle. That didn't work. Run up the middle. That didn't work. First series, Eric, what happened? Javante Williams gain a two Melvin Gordon, second down loss of two third down the pass to Noah Fant. And then it was fourth and eight and they punted and, it. And then the, ne- the next drive was run right tackle, two yards, run left tackle, three yards past five yards. It's Punt. just, it's amazing that how it's sad, how predictable they are. Okay, so here, here you go. They're just Denver, first drive. Three plays, nine yards, punt. Second drive. Six plays, 51 yards. That's pretty good. Interception. Second quarter. Three plays, seven yards, punt. Yep. Three yards, two. Three plays, two yards, punt. <laughs> next next position, one yard or one play, minus three yards, halftime. Mm. Second second quarter or third quarter. Here we go. 13 plays, 79 yards, touchdown. Wow. Yeah, that's the last time they two quarters too late. Next drive. Three plays, three yards, punt. And then they only had one fourth quarter drive because Cleveland ran the clock down. And this is a good drive. It's just three quarters, three late. 17 plays, 80 yards and a touchdown. But you had no time left on the clock. Real real quick. This is how you know you're a bad team at halftime. I remember seeing the stat. Cleveland had 13 first downs. Denver had two. Two. Two first downs at halftime. This the six, the 17 play or a play drive took six minutes off the clock, and then you had no time to come back. The drive they had in the fourth quarter is one you have in the first or second quarters. I mean, I'm not – honestly, to me, Pat, Pat Shermer needs to go. I'm not up. I, I'm, I'm not – I don't want to talk bad and say, yeah, like I don't want people to get fired from their job, but Pat Shermer needs to be fired because this offense is so boring and it's so bland and it's so predictable. It's well, bad. Bad it's bad when you have thousands of fans that can predict what you're going to run and you run it and you go three and out. It's just, it's and, frustrating. It's and, so and here's frustrating. another thing, bad coaching as well. One, you can't throw the ball with a gimpy mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater 33 times and only run the ball 14 times for 41 yards. Also when Teddy Bridgewater at his, his uh, press conference on Wednesday oh, gets man. off the stage, hops off one legged, he doesn't land on his bad and his bad leg and then gimps away. Why is Drew not Drew Locke not starting that game? I, I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater couldn't get out of the pocket. He looked miserable out there, and they're too afraid to put Drew Locke in because they don't like turnovers. That's the only reason Drew Locke did not start that game. It's, he's, he's, he's turnover prone. He's turnover prone. No, he is. Well, and Here's that's an example the thing of good is- coaching. Baker Mayfield needs surgery on his left shoulder. It's not his throwing shoulder. He's like, play I Case. can play. They, they play said, Keenum. no, we're going to play Case Keesum. Keenum. It's Keenum. But I like saying Keesum because it's funny because John Elway's a moron. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's the pathetic. Wh- the, the wheels have fallen off. They, I mean, I honestly, their first three games when they won, I knew they probably were going to win because they played three bad teams and their next several games. Now that they're actually playing good teams, I don't expect them to win a lot. And I knew and they're the not, game, they're not going to, I knew the game was over on the first drive, Cleveland five yard, five plays, 75 yards, touchdown. And, and, and how five about, plays. and how about Stefanski coming out, showing he has confidence in Keenum first two plays were passes and the Browns, both their starting wide receivers were hurt. 
and a third string running back comes in. Rookie running rookie back. De Ernest Johnson, the league leader in the AAF of rushing, by the way, fun fact of the day. Mm-hmm. He rushes 22 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Dude was just running angry. And then, like, if he, he plays like this, 6.8 yards a carry. If he plays like this with Chubb and Kareem Hunt out, the Browns are going to be just fine. It goes to show you that the offensive line is pretty good. They have a pretty good offensive line, even with. And hey, hey, uh, Vaughn, how about Vaughn saying he was going to kill somebody? And did you see what the Browns did? Did you see what they did? They injured him. <laughs> no, no, no. He got injured. But did you see what they did? That backup tackle that played for Jack Conklin. No. They posted a picture of the backup tackle guarding Vaughn Miller, and they showed, yep, he's, and they showed a, a little thing, a little, uh, a gift showing that the tackle still has a pulse. And I was like, wow. Derek, Derek, I want to, I want to play a little quick game with you with the Broncos here. What's We're going to play loss or I don't know. <laughs> so next week, Halloween <laughs> on Halloween, <laughs> next week on Halloween, they host the Washington football team winner. I don't know. Or I'm sorry. Loss or I don't know. Honestly, that's an, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Next week at Dallas. Oh, that's a loss. loss. That's a guarantee loss. Home versus Philadelphia. Loss. Jalen Hurts is gonna Jalen Hurts has been averaging 300 yards a game. He's gonna light them up. The next and week, and then they have their bye in week eleven. They're probably gonna lose that way. I don't know. <laughs> the then after their bye week, week 12, they host the Chargers. Oh, that's a loss. At Kansas City. Loss. Home versus Detroit. Can you honestly sit here and tell me you think they could beat Detroit? No, I can't. All right. Home versus Cincinnati. Oh, that's a loss. At Vegas. Loss. At Chargers. Loss. Host the Chiefs. Loss. There's only two games out of all of those that you said you could potentially win. Washington and the Lions, maybe. Or maybes. (laughs) <laughs> Philadelphia could be a maybe two, depending on how the Eagles. Oh no, play. no, no! <laughs> the way the way Jalen, who do you trust right now, Jalen Hurts or Teddy Bridgewater? I trust Hurts more, but I trust the Broncos team on as a whole more than. Oh, the, I don't. Than the the Eagles, but here's Eric. The thing. We are trash on paper. The Broncos are a better team than most of those teams, but football's played on a field, not on a stat sheet. We lost to Case Keenum. I have Dude, no confidence a Browns in him at team all. That had 18 people on IR at the start of that game. Two starting players. Two, a starting tackle, two starting running backs, and your two starting receivers were all out. And it, it just proves to show what happened at the beginning of the season. You and I sat here and said they're playing three crap teams in the Giants, Jags, and Jets. Yeah, look how they many wins. Them. Look how many wins those three teams have. As soon as they play Three. a good slash decent team, loss, 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 loss. They've lost four. Mm-hmm. The Broncos in their last four first halves of football have put up 20 points combined against the Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, Raiders, and Browns. They put up four or 20 points in the first half. That's bad. It's trash. Wait till we get to the stats of the week. I have three stats about them that you're going to just be like, wow. Honestly, that was one of my stats. I just had to say it there. But at this I, don't, point, I, don't, I don't have confidence in this team anymore. I really at don't. At this point, just play Drew Locke. What, I, you have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. This coaching staff thinks they can win. I'm telling you, with Teddy no. Bridgewater under center, 
No. They're going to win six games this year. Six, six or seven. That's it. Yep, I agree. At most. At most. And mm-hmm. what does winning six or seven games get you? A worse draft pick. A worse draft pick. And, yeah, get a higher draft pick with a need that you that you need. Like, um, and you know, you know, hello, a quarterback. Maybe that's what you could draft. The quarterbacks in this league this year's draft aren't that great, though. But here's the thing. Mac Jones and Justin Fields were sitting if, in their lap. The, so even if the Broncos were playing Teddy Bridgewater, you lose Sertan and you draft Justin Fields, at least you'd have some freaking hope. You would have some hope that the future looks bright. You got this shiny new toy just sitting on the sideline. And no offense, there's rumors that Kyle Fuller may be traded. Denver, I hope you trade him because he is not a good corner For at all. what? I don't he know. He played but... two plays last week, got burnt, and then sat him down. But yeah, but I've heard he's in trade rumors, and I was like, trade him, please. If you can get value for him, do it because he's he has been getting smoked this year. It's it's embarrassing, man. This and this like, team is just. If they the lose, Broncos aren't my favorite team. I they, still I, go ahead. Sorry, I'm 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 done. I'm no, just I'm gonna if, get no, angry. If they lose <laughs> to Washington, the wheels are falling off on this team, and I'm telling you right now, Fangio could possibly be fired if they lose to Washington. I would the not be surprised. The only reason I would say Fangio can't get fired right now is all the is all the coaches mm-hmm. that he's coaching with would just leave too, and then who the hell are you going to fill their shoes with? Yeah, I agree. Now, well, I agree with you that Shermer, Fangio, who the hell is the stupid McMahon, oh the special teams coach? He, he needed to go like a year and a half ago. <laughs> Yeah. And, well, and here's the thing. This is not going to get fixed until they get an owner. And hopefully it'll be exactly. next season that exactly. the Boland family wakes up, decides that they need to sell this team. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like this for a while. Buckle but- up, folks. It's going to be a fun <laughs> remaining of the year. If you're Woo! a Broncos fan. I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert. The Broncos didn't make it in my bottom 10 yet because there's still some really crappy teams down there. Oh, there is. But I can probably guess who number one is. <laughs> Do you? Do yeah, you know who my number one is? Worst team, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But I, it's just it's not looking good for Denver, and there's no hope. That's no. the problem. There's no hope. When I was sitting there watching the draft, number nine, I'm like, Oh my God. Mac the Jones, Panthers, Justin Fields. The Panthers didn't take Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to. They didn't even take Patrick Sertan. Denver. Like, he's yeah. right there. And then when I heard Patrick Sertan's number called, I, I think I took the nearest thing closest to me and threw it. Because I, I love, I like the Broncos, I want I put- them to win. I put my head down in my lap and I was just like, well, that's not, not really surprised. It's embarrassing. And this, they should be ashamed of themselves, but I, I'm, I can't. I, yep, yep. we're done. Yeah. You took the words out of my mouth. I'm done. All right, give me your them. stupid stats before I get angry. All right, let's start with the stats. I also haven't eaten yet. So I'm really pissed. All right. So the stats of the week, <laughs> let's start there. Um, these ones are about the Broncos. Um, so right here, their four game losing streak. The Broncos have one turnover and one sack. Oh, my God. One turnover, one sack. And right here, the Broncos are the worst third-down team. Teams are 37 
for 55 converting on third downs against the Broncos this year. Oh, no. There are your fun facts about the Broncos during this four-game losing. But, Eric, 37 of 55 converting on third downs they are. You know what right. percent? You know what percentage that is? Just, I just don't care. 72 percent. <laughs> oh they are the worst third down defense in the NFL. All right, and that's well, saying me... and that's saying something because look that's... how bad the Chiefs are. That's saying defense, something, right? <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you some. I've got two football stats and a Colorado sports stat. All right, Green Bay Packers defense. They're, they're a decent defense, wouldn't you say? They're yeah. good defense. They're not bad. Until they get into the red zone. Oh, boy. On 14 trips to the red zone this season, the Green Bay Packers have given up 14 touchdowns. <laughs> so if you get into the red zone against these guys, you're going to score. So that's even that's worse than Kansas City. It's just Kansas City's been there more often. Take notes, Detroit. Maybe you could score on Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Derrick Henry. He oh, is man. the only player in NFL history to have back-to-back 130-plus yard rushing games with three touchdowns. How about uh, how about him right and now? And he ties Eric Dickerson and Jim Brown for the o- only three running backs in history to have six games and 750 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns through the first six games of the season. I mean, that's what I was getting ready to say. 10 touchdowns! We're we're heading into week seven, and he has 10 touchdowns and 755 yards rushing. The first six games, him, Eric Dickerson, and Jim Brown. Those are three really good good names to be mentioned. If if he continues this way, I think it's safe to say who's probably winning MVP. (laughs) You think? (laughs) All right. Well, there's your right. stats for the week. No, I've got one more stat. Oh, he's got one it's more. It's a Colorado team. It's but Colorado. wait, there's more. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So, longest tenured Colorado athletes in professional sports. There are three players tied with 11 years in Denver. Mm-hmm. One player with 12. Mm-hmm. Can you give me the three 11-year players? Uh, Von Miller's got to be one of them. Von Miller is one of them. They're from they're, the three are from different teams, by the way. So you got Von Miller. Rockies. I don't think there's anybody. They're there all... is. Really? Yes, there is. Who the hell would that be? Let's just say he's under contract, so he's kind of stuck here. Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman is the. I kind of, I kind of figured. Okay, Blackman. The next one Vaughn. is a Colorado Avalanche. Oh man. Ah, that's a good question. I don't know. Tell me. Gabe Landeskog. He's been here that long? He's been here that long. Wow. Can you give me the one player with 12 years? No. Starting defenseman for your Colorado Avalanche, Eric Johnson. He's been here for 12 years. He's been here for 12 years. Holy for the longest so tenured Colorado sports professional athletes. You got three with 11, Gabe Landeskog, Charlie Blackman, and Von Miller. Eric Johnson's been here for 12 years. Since 2009. Yep. Wow. He got drafted. He played one year with the Blues, got drafted, and then they traded him immediately. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's been, and he's, he just needs to stay healthy. But let's yes. move on to my NFL 
power rankings. Derek, do you want to hear the good teams or the teams first? Let's hear the crap teams first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so starting off at number 10, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Without Russell Wilson, that team looks miserable. Oh, yeah. I just they, they, they can't move the ball at all. All right, number nine, the Atlanta Falcons. They've won two in a row, but they're coming off a bye, and they've beaten really crap teams. <clears throat> so they've got, they've got an easy game this week, so we'll see how that goes for them. Number eight, I've got the Philadelphia Eagles. The reason they're number eight is because Jalen Hurts is keeping them in football games. Oh, yeah, he is. Otherwise, that team – the Eagles are one of these teams like the Broncos where they need to rebuild, but refuse to do it. So they keep <laughs> signing these old players that can't play football. Kyle Fuller, Brandon Graham. So it's just like, you just need to re- admit you need to rebuild. You've got good pieces on offense. Some, uh, not very many pieces on defense, mm-hmm. but just got to rebuild number seven. I've got the Washington football team. They're not also a bad team. They're the most disappointing team so far. Oh man, yeah, seriously. That defense is 30 or no, 26th in the league. Mm. That's bad. Mm. Mm. That is really bad. Number 6, they've took a jump from number 2 to number 6. Your Jacksonville Jaguars. Cuz they got to win in lockdown. They got to win. Trevor Lawrence actually I'll pull up his stats, but in his first, I think his first four weeks he or maybe his first three his first three through seven interceptions his last three one it's improving so he's just getting better and better number four at number five and four to insert new york team here <laughs> jets the giants and- got smoked by the rams the jets came off a bye <laughs> so they're both terrible i think the jets are probably a little better off just because at least they have Zach, a future they, with Zach Wilson. They have hope. I agree. And the Giants are just and need to trade Saquon Barkley. Uh, number three, I'm calling an audible. We okay. expect them to be this bad, so they're not as bad as this team I had at number three. Number two, the Houston or number three, excuse me, the Houston Texans. The Texans. The Texans are better than this team that I put originally at three. I, the Texans are just trash. All right, no, then who's two? Number two, the Miami Dolphins. Oh man, I agree. You I agree. <laughs> lose that game to Jacksonville. Oh, your quarterback is back and he looked miserable. And you're rumored to be trading him away to get a guy who's had sexual assault allegations against him. 22. Uh, it's it's miserable there and it goes back to the desperation of these football mm. owners. Their owner's 81. He wants to win before he kicks the bucket. So he's going to go out and get Deshaun Watson. Bite me. And number one, the Lions. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yay! They, they At least they're number so, one in something. They try so hard. I think they're a well-coached team. They're just not – they can't execute, man. Jared and they Goff, have no though. defense. Jared Goff is just not the answer there, though. All right, honorable mentions. I have the Colts and the Patriots, two and four. They're playing well. The Patriots almost beat the Cowboys. That was a fun game to watch, but just couldn't – couldn't hang around. Broncos are an honorable mentions until they start losing more games. They won't be in the top 10. Oh, they're going to keep losing. Uh, sneaky honorable mention Pittsburgh Steelers. You yes. barely got by a Seattle Seahawks team without Russell Wilson. And they're not good with Russell Wilson. What's a Wilson? Marshall Wilson. 
Um, so all right, all right. moving on to the top 10. Top 10, good one. Number ones, yeah. 10, I've got a sneaky team, Derek. Sneaky team, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, they're good. They're playing well. Joe Burrow. They've got a good matchup coming up today. Tomorrow. tomorrow. The receiving, their receiving core is just ridiculous. Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, really and Tyler Boyd. That's a damn good receiving core right mm-hmm. there. Number nine, I have the Tennessee Derrick Henrys. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you run for three touchdowns and you beat my former number one team. I, you have you you deserve to be up there. But the Titans are going to lose this week. I get it's going to happen. They're, they're hot gonna, and cold. They're going to beat Buffalo, get smoked by the Jets like they did. Anywho. <laughs> Number eight, they fell quite a bit. The Los Angeles Chargers, they didn't show up at all against Baltimore. Not at all. Six, six points. They look bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're still a damn good team. They're, they're on a bye. They'll bounce back after that. Number seven, people have these this team really high in like ESPN power rankings, and I don't get it. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they haven't really played anybody good except for Tampa Bay, and look what happened. And they got they and they lost, and, and they, they beat lost. the Chargers because the Chargers beat themselves with penalties. Yep, uh, and they didn't look good against the Chargers. No, so I, I they're still a good team. I just if they play these other teams in my top five, they're gonna mm-hmm. lose. Yeah, just because their defense. Also, when will teams stop throwing to Diggs? I think we talked about it in the other show, but we've talked it about numerous shows, but I don't know. They just keep NFL testing. teams. If you throw away from digs, they can't cover. You'll beat them. Mm-hmm. Anywho, number six, I got the green Bay Packers. They just squeaked by the bears. Yes. Aaron Rodgers owns the bears, but you needed to put more points up than 24. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Maybe he will the second time around. Yeah, he probably will. It'll be in Green Bay, so that'll help. Number five, you got my L.A. Rams dominating the Giants. Still looking good. Stafford looking good, man. Cakewalk this weekend. (laughs) They're taking advantage of an easy schedule. Number four, I've got the Buffalo Bills. They're good. They're good. That defense fell apart, though. It's How do you let Derrick Henry do that to you? Because it's Derrick Henry. Row, he threw a Buffalo Bills player into the crust of the earth with a stiff arm. Yeah, Josh Norman was glad it probably wasn't him this time. <laughs> He's on San Francisco 49ers. I know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what the hell did I just say? Number four? Number four. Number, Number three. three, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. They're dominant, but there's they, or they dominated the Chargers, but there's something about them where I just don't think they're going to hold up with the older running backs that they have. I just don't see it working long-term, but right now they're good. Mm-hmm. Number two is Tampa. That's just a screw. Tampa and Bay's number Tampa one, Bay, yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. They have an easy schedule this year, but yep. this happened to them last year. They started off hot. Not this hot. They started off hot and then they fell apart, but right now they're looking really good. They yeah, took they advantage are. of a hurt Browns team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just just dismantled them. They just dismantle is a good word to waste. <laughs> yeah. All right, those are my power rankings. Garth. Pretty good. Okay, moving on, Derek. Yes, our Colorado Avalanche. Oh boy, rough start. One yeah. and three. What do you th- what do you what do you think's going on there? Uh, I don't know. Maybe just team chemistry. 
we, we do have a lot of new pieces on the team. Maybe we all, they all just got to get acclimated and used to each other, I guess. Um, man, against Florida, they just, wow. Did they not look good against Florida? No, they don't no, 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 stop. They looked better against Florida than they had been. Yeah. But they still got smoked four to one. But I, I, I don't really blame them for that because those refs were trash, dude. Oh my God. Did you see some of those calls? They're pretty bad. When, when a guy is on one skate, can't turn, and the goalie pops out of his crease to play the puck and gets run over, that's not on the player. I mean, the Blues, they should have beat. Washington's a good team. I, I'll give them that. Washington's a good team. and I mean, Florida's Florida, a damn good team too, man. Yeah, but I don't know what to think of these guys. Them and, go, well, them and Vegas are each struggling so far this See, year. See, and that's what I want to – I want to – there's a lot of people that I've seen on like social media, like abs pages that I'm a part of that are like Kemper was a mistake. This team's not good. Oh, stop. Calm down. It's the beginning of the season. They still have 70 something games to go. They're going to be fine. 78 games to go to be. Thank you. (laughs) I that they're going to be fine. Here's the, they're, they're just not clicking. There's something with them where they're not getting it right. Mm-hmm. And I think they will. But the thing that it's not the goaltending, it's just no. the, it's the, def, the defense and the forwards are not clicking right now. They're not on the same page. Yeah, I agree. Johansson had a damn good game against Florida. He, he faced 37 shots, though. That's yeah, it's yeah, it's not the avalanche we're used to seeing like no, last year. We're used to watching him put up 37 shots and only so have 18. And only have like 18, 19 shots in their goal. Yeah, yeah exactly. But and Kemper's played well. I, the only game where I'd say he didn't play well was against St. Louis. Yeah. But then he played well against Washington. It's just they had no defense. Yep. Same against Florida. They had no defense. So Johansson gave up three goals. But I agree, though it's it's not time to panic. You don't need no. to panic. It's just like you said, it's an er, it's early on in the season. They have plenty of time to turn this around. And they have I, plenty of time. And the schedule makers didn't do them any favors. Their first road trip: Washington, Florida, and Tampa. Biting. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of that, they play Tampa tonight. What they do you play think? Tampa tonight. I expect them to look better and keep this game closer. Mm-hmm. Because there were things I saw against Florida where they were. That, honestly, against Florida, they kind of got goalied. Bob Bobrovsky played really well, and Kadri and Burakovsky had a couple of breakaway or two on ones that two on ones, yeah, just were damn good saves. So they're mm. starting to get it together. The mm. top and Kale McCarr needs to pick it up though. He just oh. doesn't look smooth right now. He, yeah, he looks like something's a little off with him, and he just needs to probably just settle down and relax. And yeah. I think it's because he didn't play in the preseason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That definitely probably plays a big part. And it was McKinnon's second game with Ranton and and his first game with Landeskog. So just relax. They're going to be fine. Chill out, people. Chill out. We still have November to get through. What was that? December to get through. When was that? When Rogers went on that radio station, he he told E L A X. Relax. That's what he told everyone in Green Bay. That's what we're telling the Avs fans. Relax, people. They're going to get it together. Exactly. The other team in Ball Arena, the yep. Denver Nuggets, they're off to a 2-0 start. And Jokic yeah, is looking buddy. like the Nikola Jokic that we've seen. 
Yeah, their first two games, especially, uh, probably felt good for them to get that win against uh, Phoenix after sure. that embarrassment they had last year in the playoffs, but getting swept. Jokic is just, man, he's looking good. Uh, the thing with me is, though, I've noticed in these two games, even though they've won, is Michael Porter Jr. needs to step up and play good. He, we gave him that new contract, and he needs to step it up. And I'm going to argue against that. I think, they've, I think he's been playing fine. He's been playing fine, but he he needs to step up a little bit. No, he's boy, he's he's getting assists. That's mm. something he didn't do before. That's true. Let me let me pull up his, his stupid website. Come on! But they did win last night. They had a game last night against the Spurs here in Ball Arena. They won one hundred two to ninety six. Jokic, man, just man, what a beast! He's, Jok- he is a beast. Jokic put up 32 points, 16 rebounds, and seven assists last night. Pretty <laughs> good. Wow. And the way I see it is, too, if they continue to play like this without Jamal Murray and then you insert Jamal Murray when he's healthy, I mean, what is this team going to look like when he actually comes back and he's healthy, you know? That's sure. what I'm intrigued to see because, man, if they're looking like this, through two games already, and then you insert Jamal, man, it's they're only going to look a hell of a lot better when he comes back. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Michael Porter Jr., he didn't have very many points. The last game I'll give you against the Spurs, he didn't play well. But the first game, he played all right. He had a mm-hmm. lot of assists, and that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to see. And uh, Gordon, he's playing okay. He's doing exactly what they need him to do, which is play defense, set up the big fella. He got that, yeah. He got that new contract, and they brought him here to, yeah, to get assists, score some points, and most importantly, play defense, which that guy is pretty damn good at. But their next game is on Monday against Cleveland. Cleveland's zero two, pretty crappy. So Denver should probably take care of business and beat them. You you think? You hope? You hope? And real That's quick, it. we'll we'll uh, we'll. T- We'll touch on the crybaby of the league right now. <laughs> Do we have to? I don't want to talk about him. It'll be very brief, but. How about Ben Simmons? How about well? How about him showing up to practice? Doc Rivers yelling at him and telling him to leave. Well, because he was just sitting around there on his phone, being a distraction. And then him meeting with the owners and him saying, "I'm not mentally prepared to come back yet." And then he said he left practice the other day because he had back tightness. And actually, four days ago, Philadelphia 76ers suspend Ben Simmons for their season opener. So they just they just they were like, "No, you're not even allowed here." Will you, will you please say what you said before we, we started the show today? He's He acts like he's been in the league forever, and he has. He acts like he's been in the league for 15 years, and he's the best player on the court, and like mm. any court, and he's not. No. When you are a point guard in the NBA and you don't shoot the ball. Not to mention how you played in the postseason last year. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and when your coach is asked, like, hey, can you – win a championship with Ben Simmons and he goes, oh, I don't know. And then it's not a good sign. Joel Embiid, their best player comes out and says, when why did healthy. you lose? He's like, cause we didn't dunk it. Cause he passed it off. It's like something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And Ben Simmons needs to wake up and realize he's not a point guard. No. Also posting Instagram photos or videos of you taking jump shots with a trainer and making them does you nothing. 
it I shows go- that you can make the shots. You're just a whiny little baby during guess, games. And they're like, guess, I don't want to get made fun of. Guess what? The three of us could go do the same thing. And we look pretty good. Then put a guy that's set that's six ten in front of us. And we're going to look tell pretty you what, crappy. I think I can make 70%, maybe 60% free throws. That's 30% more than he can. Ben Simmons out there looking like Uncle Rico recording himself. <laughs> yeah, he, he comes back to the sidelines and he goes, how much you want back to throw basketball over them mountains? <laughs> Just stupid. All right, moving on. Let's move on. Hey, how about this next oh one? Oh, my God. No, I got to stop. What? You got one more? He's got nicknames. Simmons? Simo the Savage. No. Fresh Prince, you don't deserve that nickname. Peacemaker, Benny. I bet he gave all these to himself. We're done. The Wizard of Oz? Move on. You're my Uh, least favorite player of any. Just shut up. Move on. (laughs) Anything college football-wise to mention? Uh, No. I mean, we did touch on it a couple weeks ago, but when Alabama lost to Texas A&M, that was awesome. That was awesome. We didn't touch on that, but that is pretty awesome. Um, surprisingly, how about Cincinnati being ranked number two in the nation right now? That's, yeah, I don't know if that's going to hold up, but it's I good don't know for them. Either. But there's not really any oh, good games. Alabama lost a game. Oh, sorry. A video just played in my headset. Ah! But no, there's actually not really games that really uh, – on Wednesday, Appalachian State finally beat Coast, uh, Coastal Carolina. Which was surprising. Coastal Carolina had one had a pretty long winning streak, and Appalachian State okay. beat them a last second field goal. This drives me nuts with college football rankings. I'm going to get this off my chest right now. Mm. Alabama and Ohio State both have losses. Yep. Michigan is ranked number six and has no losses, and they've looked pretty good this season. Yep. What the hell? Uh, uh, Eric, I don't know. Those voters are idiots. Right now, if Oklahoma were to play Michigan, who do you think wins that football game? Oklahoma. Oh, stop. Well, I don't know. They don't have a quarterback. That's, yeah. Spencer Rattler got benched, and they're losing to Oklahoma. They're losing to Kansas right now at halftime. Spencer Rattler. Yep, I'm watching the game right now. Oklahoma's losing. All right, there you go. Leslie just proved our point. But now, I mean – there's not really much to touch about on college football right now, except for, yeah, the rankings are stupid, and I don't agree with them sometimes. Hey, how about this game? UAPB is losing to Arkansas 45 nothing at halftime. What a game. Who the hell yep, is I'm UAPB? Too. UAPB? Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. Let's go! They probably are better than the actual Lions. I think I found my new favorite team. Oh, God. Dude, you've got to look at this. I'm going to send you this logo. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's oh, a lion head where the mane on top spells out <laughs> the school and acronym. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's my new favorite logo. All right. All right. Moving on. We got Louise. No, nope, we got to talk about baseball real quick. Astros yes. beat the Red Sox. They're moving on to the World Series. Um. <laughs> The Braves have a 3-2 lead in the Trash series. cans are probably banging. <laughs> Dodgers and Braves. Here comes the Braves. fastball! <laughs> the, the, Braves. Ball. <laughs> the Braves have a 3-2 lead. They got roasted against I them. wish instead of banging um, trash cans, they would bang toilet seats because that's what they are. 
<laughs> hey, who highlighted Louis Lounge on the rundown? I did. The jerks. All so, right. <laughs> yeah, so it's sick out. Shut up. So I was like, you can't see it. There you go. I highlighted <laughs> yes. it. Can you see it? The, the Dodgers beat the Braves in game five, 11 to two. And they game six is back in Atlanta tonight. I'm scared. It's going to be an Astros Dodgers World Series. No, it's not. The Braves are going to win. No, they're not. They're down three to one. Derek, it's three to two. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, because they won the other day. My bad. It's all, No, it's not going to happen. Just <laughs> Eric's out. But, no, it's in Atlanta tonight. Come on, man. The Braves have the advantage. I mean, did you see how Max Serger was supposed to be the starting pitcher, but they actually took him out of the rotation? What do you think about that? I don't care. Louis Lounge is next. Here's a word from our sponsors. All right, guys. Welcome back to Louis Lounge. Let's kick it off with our first story. Oh, first boy. Week. Oof. Oh, boy. Many players are already causing trouble. We have the Dallas Cowboys, DeMonte Kazi. He was arrested for a DWI and his mugshot has been released, saying that he was driving under the influence after he got stopped for not using his turn, sig- uh, his turn signal to change lanes. Oh, there you geez. go, Eric. Another another real winner. Yeah, gee, he's a he's a winner, all right. Dear I, Lord, what I just what is it with players thinking they're invincible? I, they can draw, they can drive drunk or high, whatever, and they think they can get away with it. Well, unless you're Melvin Gordon, you mm-hmm. can. Yeah, you're Melvin Gordon, you can. You can drive down forty over the speed limit down Spear. But anyways. You know, you know who this guy is, right, Eric? He's he's one of their starting uh, safeties. Yeah, yeah. And so now that he's in trouble, it's just I don't get it. What are the? You got any more details about it, Leslie? Uh, yeah. Before he got arrested, he did admit to the cops saying, "Hey, uh, um, I'm drunk because he had drank three shots of liquor over the past several hours that since he came back from a party in Dallas." Um, he did obviously get released after a 2,500 um, bail bond that he was set to, and then he, after that he was released. Um, uh, later Tuesday uh, afternoon, he was released. He's partying up, celebrating that Cowboys win, Eric. Woo! No boy, we're five and one. We? Oh, what do you mean I'm in jail? Idiots. Anyways, as Eric, as you always say. <laughs> If you're a professional athlete or famous or anything, you're always in the public eye. Just be smarter. Don't, Don't be, be stupid. That's all I got to say. Go. As many times as we have to say it, but then again, there's, these stories always pop up. Yeah. All Why right, Leslie. Stop? On to the next one. <laughs> next one. An army soldier surprises his son during a coin toss. Oh, yeah. This this one, that video is pretty awesome. Did you see that, Eric? No. Give us the deets, girl. So Army Major Fred Gomez Jr., he came back for three days after he'd been reportedly uh, deployed in Kuwait for the past year. And as it's, it seems that his son Fred III, who plays for the Helena High School JV team, showed up. And after they were doing the coin toss, obviously his dad um, disguised himself as a referee. And once he took off his mask, his um, son realized it was a game and he gave him a big hug. How awesome is that? That's man. awesome. Your dad's gone for a year. Surprises, dresses up like a referee and surprises you right before the coin toss. It's pretty dope. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's good for uh, guys like that dad, man. And guys like that over are all military people that do that, you know, let us 
live our lives and do what we get to do over here, you know. Hats off, definitely go to the military people. Definitely mm-hmm. for me. I mean, without them, I mean, hell, none of us would have the lives that we have right now. <laughs> At this oh. point, I should have thinking of enlisting myself in the military. Screw this. <laughs> <laughs> but no that's awesome it's a feel good uh feel good story it's pretty awesome next next one is a feel good story next though, too. one to redeem ourselves and get eric in, in a less angry mood good <laughs> next up we have luka Doncic uh gives jordan shoes to his children at a local hospital yeah, how about that man luka Doncic just continuing to just Dude's a good player and just continues to do good things off the uh, off the court, man. Yeah, pretty awesome. For sure. What did he? Better than Ben Simmons. Oh God, yeah. So what? Are, what are the details about this? So Luca, he um, wanted to get back to his home, and obviously he made this new campaign, and he put together these goodie bags filled with sneakers, hoodies, socks, bags, letters, and signed photos of him. Holy crap! Jeez. Two. Sweet. Um, it says here he gave them to how many kids? It was like 80 kids at the Children's um, Health. Wow. Wow. He gave shoes, clothing, signed autographs, and everything to 80 kids. Man. Although, we also have, he did wanted to give them, give these gifts to the kids in person, but due to, you know, health, um, you know, protocols, Mm. he couldn't. But, um, yeah, what he did there was a very, very nice gesture. No, just to show. I mean, yeah, he's he's he got that fat contract from Dallas, but to just see him, especially give back to his community, you know, for his town, that's definitely has given him so much, you know, given mm-hmm. him a place to play and drafted him. But it's also it's it's awesome when you hear athletes do stuff like this, especially when anytime, in in my opinion, anytime any athlete does anything, especially for kids, on that matter, it's 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 pretty badass and it's awesome. I think yeah. to do that, especially the children. I mean, it's it's awesome, but. Yeah, tip my cap to you, Luca. Good on you, buddy. And I hope I hope you do well this year. For sure. That's not better than the Nuggets, that. though. What's that? Not better than the Nuggets, though. No. <laughs> oh boy, in this last one. Here we go. <laughs> on to our last story. Let's end it with a bombshell, as it says right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns team, oh man, are they in trouble? Well, these claims that allegedly are being said. Okay, what's going on? So the Phoenix Suns are looking to get ahead of a potentially damaging report of racism, sexism, and sexual harassment within the organization. Oh, look, we got another another Washington uh, situation going on, except now in Phoenix. <laughs> The report hasn't came out yet, but they said it is pending and it could come out. Yes. I, I, Eric, what are your thoughts on organizations trying to cover up and do stuff like this? Like Chicago, like uh, Washington, and now Phoenix? <laughs> I mean, the report probably will come out, but it's just, Why? How do they think it's okay to get get they could get away with things like this when everything's documented and there's cameras everywhere? It's just because they they've got money and they think they can do whatever they want. Money talks. Once again, yes, money always speaks for everyone. If you mm. give someone money, you can shut them up right away. 
I just, uh, I, if this comes out to be true, uh, shame on you, Phoenix, and who's ever the man. Uh, start from the owner and work your way down. If they knew about this stuff and they let it fly, then well, do you have says, any? No, go ahead, Leslie. It says here, if this were to be true, then this wouldn't be the only team that would have to, you know, the only owner that would have to sell his team. Mm. Well, didn't uh, the Clippers force Sterling out? Mm-hmm. Yes, because, because he of, was a racist. Because well, yeah, he was caught dropping the end bomb on freaking on video. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, but there's there's no like real stories or anything. There's just reports of these that they're gonna come out. But there's reports no of these um, from an um, NBA insider. Uh, his name was Jordan Schultz. He claimed a massive story. Obviously, who started accusing the team and obviously um, releasing these accusations. But obviously, the Phoenix Suns um, owner is trying to, you know, um, deny mm-hmm. all these claims. And of obviously, course. he's like, I have documentation here that's going to prove that these uh, accusations are not true. Well, he may try and throw a couple mil at him and tell him to be quiet. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. What a way to end it. <laughs> I've, hey, I've got a story that's not sports-wise. What's that? Did you hear what happened with Alec Baldwin? Oh yeah. my God! Yeah. yeah, how about that, real quick? We're not. So we're not, well, I'm not. I'm not going to say a whole lot, but apparently there was a cold gun incident, which on this I can movie though. Set... There's probably two sides of this. Obviously, you can take either side because um, obviously I've been following up with this story, and from the whole incident with uh, with Alec Baldwin, um, a probably the reason that happened to this was an accident and it was obviously the pro- mm. the prop company's yep. fault and obviously not you know inspecting correctly the, yep. the gun that was being used on set mm-hmm. or b you know alec baldwin is you know famous for acting like a douche on set and not getting his <laughs> way and maybe somebody had to do something uh with it and they tampered with the gun and knew who used it and fired it so i do i don't want to speculate on that but it's just I know. There's two sides to this. You can take either I'm, one or I'm not going to say anything until reports come out and everything comes out about this. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, it's just I, I really don't think like from what it sounds like Baldwin was like after the incident, he was over like in the parking lot vomiting because he was sick to his stomach about what happened. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, think of it also this way: the poor guy is going to live this for the rest of his life that he yeah. killed accidentally it, a person. Exactly. That's what I was just getting ready to say. As like yeah. uh, Baldwin's got to live knowing that he that uh, that oh. he did and that. Probably yeah, it's so. going to affect tremendously his acting career. Sure. Oh yeah. The dude don't want doesn't want to is not going to want to act anymore because of what happened. Well, geez, Leslie, Eric, thanks for those two Debbie Downer stories. Hey man, when somebody kills somebody, we gotta talk. Hey, about dude, it. it was the elephant in the room. Hey. We had to address it at some point. Oh, I know. All thanks right, well, for thanks your stories, for your stories Leslie. Yes. Thank you guys. All right, Plotho. What right. we got next, man? We're moving on to our fantasy stardom, sleep them, sleep them, stardom, sit them, <laughs> and sleepers. Start with them. Sleep sleeping with them. Your role, man. Sit on them. Um. I'll start off, Derek, with quarterbacks. I could go the obvious route and put in Matt Stafford against your Lions. Yes, you could. <laughs> Be a no-brainer. I could even go Sinem's very obvious one with Jared Goff against the Rams defense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a sneaky stardom of Sam Darnold against the New York Giants. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good one. He's had a rough 
three games. He's oh, yeah. Six turnovers in three games. Mm. I think he's going to bounce back against this crappy Giants team. I think he's going to have a good game. Real quick, uh, we didn't football-wise, but how about Teddy Bridgewater went five weeks without a turnover. Now the last three games, he has seven. Starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos, folks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, another another starter, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. He's playing well, and I think I don't think the Ravens' defense is going to be as good as against the Chargers. So keep an eye on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, start him or sit him. Uh, you mean sit him? No, nah, I'm going to say start him. No, sit him. Sit him, Daniel Jones. Just don't even touch him with a ten foot pole. Seriously. Like if you have him on fantasy, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's bad. Um, sleeper. I'm going to go Matt Ryan against the dolphins. Mm. Oh yeah. He will throw a turnover. Cause Miami, for some reason, even when they're crap, still have that turnover streak going. Mm-hmm. It's insane. But I think Matt Ryan's going to have a sneaky good game. All dolphins right. The dolphins two starting corners are out again. All right. I got the running backs. I got two starters here i'll name them real quick uh chuba hubbard chuba chuba hubbard Hubbard. going against the giants they are ranked 20 29th against the rush giants against the rush are terrible another one cordell patterson start him against miami miami is 30th against the run (laughs) so you start those two running backs uh you're you're looking pretty good uh sit them I would probably have to go with J.D. McKissick, running back for Washington, going against the Packers. Mm. Packers are they're pretty good against the run. They're top 15 in the league against the run. So definitely I don't think start him this week, even though he's been playing pretty well the last couple of weeks. Uh, a sleeper here, I would go with maybe James Conner against the Houston Texans. With Chase okay. Edmonds still with a banged up shoulder, James Conner could get a lot of them, a lot of carries this week. And of course, they're playing Houston and Houston as well. They're they're trash. <laughs> Not worse than the Lions. Yeah, that's no, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right. Next, we'll touch on the wide receivers. I'm gonna say start Henry Ruggs against the Eagles. The Eagles can't cover anybody, and he's a burner. Oh, yeah. So expect him to get a big touchdown against that Eagles. Secondary. Sleepers, I'm going to say, hmm, it's a little bit off the books here, but Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco, mm, yeah. he's, taking a, he's taking a big back seat to Debo Samuel. And – if Trey Lance starts, they're not going to have very many passing yards. And if Jimmy Garoppolo starts, he's going to go to Debo Samuel more. Mm. And they're going to try and run the ball more. So I would say just sit on Brandon Ayuk. I'm going to go a sleeper off. I'm going to go a little Darnell Mooney, Chicago Bears wide receiver. Somebody's got to catch the damn ball for Chicago. Uh, yeah, it ain't some... Allen Robinson. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so... Justin Fields has to get the ball to somebody. I think Mooney's the guy. All right. Uh, let's go to the tight ends. Uh, well, this one, new guy, new place, new team. Start him this week. Zach Hurts, new tight end for the Cardinals, going against the Houston Texans. I think that's good. I look for up. look for cut. So did I look for, look for Kyler Murray to get the ball to him often. 
in this game. I think I think he I think he's going to do pretty well in okay. the, in that in that offense. Um, Sidham, I would go. He's had a good last couple of weeks. He's done pretty good, but this week I think he may struggle a little bit. Uh, CJ Uzama going against the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. He's done pretty well, but he's going against Baltimore and Baltimore. They're in Baltimore and the Ravens defense has been doing pretty well. They, uh, they kept Darren Waller in check. So look for them to probably keep CJ Uzama in check. Uh, a sleeper for me, look for Dallas Goddard going against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, with Hurts coming to his first game back, first game back. And I think with his first game back and now with Zach Hurts gone, look for Jalen Hurts, I think to get, get him the ball. Uh, a lot in this game because Jalen Hurts' favorite target has been tight ends in college yeah. and the pros. Yeah. There you go. All right. Defenses. I could go obvious and go Rams again. <laughs> you could. But I'm not going to because you should start them. I'm going to go New Orleans Saints over the Seahawks. Mm. The Seahawks are going to. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. And they can't run the ball very well either. So I don't expect a whole lot of points coming from Seattle. So I'd say the Saints defense. Sit them. Ooh. I'm going to have to say the Bengals defense. I like their defense mm. and they're a, they're a good defense. Sneaky. Like the whole Bengals team is a sneaky good team. But they're in Baltimore, yeah. But they're in Baltimore. That's the key, yep. That's the key. Sleeper defense, I'd say San Francisco or Indianapolis. Which, whichever team has I, – I, I have to pick one, though. I'm going to say San Francisco because I, I, I think the no, – no, Colts. I'm going to go with Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. Okay. I think they will have more turnovers on defense than the 49ers defense will. All right. I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo, and if Trey Lance starts, it's your boy. Your, your boy. My no, boy. Jimmy G is starting. Trey Lance is out with a knee injury this week. Oh, he is? Okay. Yep. I, I, I would say – I'm going to say start the Colts. All right, Derek, kickers. No, I'm just kidding. We don't need to do kickers. <laughs> That's a position? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, fun fact, my kicker's on bye this week. I'm not playing them. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I don't agree. I don't, I'm not going to drop somebody to pick up a stupid kicker. I agree. All right, those were your favorite one of the di- favorite segment of the it's show. It's time. Woo! Cue the music. Wiggly pick them, Leslie. Do you want to want to kick these off for us? Dun dun. Dun dun. Starting off, these games starting at 11 a.m. We have first off Bengals at the Ravens. This is gonna be one of the best games of the week, baby. Oh, this is gonna be a damn good game. Uh, what do you Ravens think, Eric? Are, you go Ravens first. are six and a half point favorites, and I understand why. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's going to be closer than that. But uh, I, I'm going to stick with the Ravens at home. I, I want the. I think the Bengals. I want to pick them so bad. Mm. I think they'll keep it close. But the Ravens are just the better team right now. Yeah, I agree with you. The Ravens are just a better team, and I and they'll be at home, and I think that gives them a slight advantage just just because they're playing at home. Let's just say. I wouldn't be upset if the Bengals lost and I lost this pick at all. Yeah. But if it's money, I'm putting it on the Ravens. But I'm taking I'm taking the Bengals to cover. Yeah. All right. We each agree on that one. Next up, we have Washington at the Packers. Now, this is this just looks like a, uh, a slaughtering waiting to happen. <laughs> With yeah. that crap defense 
and they're on the road in Green Bay. I mean, it's pretty obvious here. Give me the Packers. Green Bay's offensive line is hurt a little bit, but I don't think it's going to matter. I agree with you. I think the Packers win this one, and I don't think it's going to be close. Yep. Packers are eight-point favorites at home, by the way. Wow. Next up, we have the Falcons at the Dolphins. Game of the week. Yeah. Uh, Give me the Falcons because I don't trust the Dolphins because they suck. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. That's my opinion right there. Nice, short, and sweet. (laughs) I I said I wouldn't pick the Falcons anymore, but the Dolphins, like you said, Derek, they suck. Give me the Falcons. Yeah. And the the Dolphins don't have their cover corners. Their top two ones are gone. They're, Mm -hmm. They're hurt. They're not going to be able to cover Calvin Ridley, who needs to get fantasy points for once in his life. Yeah. Mm. Next, we have the Jets at the Patriots. Another game of the week. Could be. It won't be. Patriots are seven-point favorites at home. They looked good against the Cowboys, just couldn't finish it off. I'm taking the Patriots at home. Yeah, give me the Patriots at home. They're better than the Jets. Look for Zach Wilson to probably throw another turnover or two. Currently leads the NFL in interceptions right now with nine. I have seen improvements mm-hmm. from Zach Wilson, but I haven't seen improvements from the Jets. Yes. So, And they're coming off a bye, so I think they'll look better, but the Patriots are going to win at home. Yep. Next up, we have the Panthers at the Giants. I mean, does anything really need to be said about this? The Giants are just trash like the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Look for Sam Darnold and, yeah, Chuba. 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 Look for him to have a big game against that crap rush defense of the Giants. Now, I agree with you. This one's kind of scares me, though. The Panthers are only three-point favorites on the road. Hmm. That kind of scares me, but the Giants don't scare me. So, yeah, <laughs> the Panthers. Yep. Ooh, here we go, Derek. Next, we have Chiefs at the Titans. Man, this uh, is going to be a good game. Chiefs are four point favorites on the road. Yeah. Even after uh, the Titans put up, what, 30 plus points on the Buffalo give me, Bills? Give me the Titans because they're at home because the Chiefs defense is terrible. And look for Derrick Henry to freaking run wild. The Chiefs him. defense is terrible. The Titans defense is just as bad. I know, but Derrick Henry, just you give him that ball. Let him score three or four times. You'll be fine. I think this game comes down to whose quarterback do you trust more? Oh, I trust. Uh, hey, Mahomes. I don't know if you can really trust Mahomes. This oh, year. stop. He hasn't looked good. They beat the Washington football team 31-13. But that's Washington. 21 unanswered points, even after they look terrible. Give me the Chiefs on the road. (laughs) Nope, go Titans. I agree with you. Go Titans, but they're not going to win this game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Take the over. The over-under is 57.5. You take the over. All right, we'll see. I don't trust Tannehill. Okay. And it's going to have to come down to him, and I don't trust him. Boom, roasted. <laughs> All right, all differences settled. <laughs> we have Eagles at the Raiders. This could be a pretty intriguing matchup here, I think. It could be. Could this be a game the Raiders fumble and just lose? I think it will be. You and think it will be? And that's why I'm taking the Eagles! All right, Derek. You and I are going to have to have a chat. 
Actually, we're not. I like you making these crap picks because then that means I'm winning our pick bet. Um, it means that he stays consistent, and I like consistency. Consistently bad? Shut up. <laughs> Raiders are a better team. Like the Broncos. The Eagles can't stop anybody. And I think the Raiders are going to roll away with this one. It's a three-point game. The uh, Raiders are three-point favorites. No, the, the Raiders are going to win by more. Raiders right. at home. Next, we have the Lions at the Rams. So oh. you know how I said it? The, 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 <laughs> the, the line keeps moving. Oh, and six against five and one. The only and winless team. Derek, the line moved up again. It was so before we started recording, it was a it was an eleven point favorite for the Rams. It jumped up to sixteen. It went up to sixteen and a half again. Put this in perspective. Cooper Cup has seven receiving touchdowns. Jared Goff has only thrown seven touchdowns all year. Also, Jared Goff is winless when Sean McVay is not his head coach, and he's going to continue to be winless. Another thing to put in perspective, as I said, Jared Goff has seven touchdowns total in two games. <laughs> Matthew Stafford had eight. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's pretty obvious who we're each picking here. I mean, I, I love swear the- to God, if the Rams lose, I'm going to throw something so hard. I mean, I love the Lions, but it, it, this is just this is a cow going into the slaughterhouse. This is what it is. Wear your Stafford jersey, Derek. He's going to have a good game. Could he throw for 400 yards? Probably. Give me the Rams and expect them to cover <laughs> the 16. They're they're going to. It's Jared Goff. Look for him to get turn over the ball. Aaron Donald to eat him up. It's just this game's going to be ugly. The over under is 50 and a half. How it's, many points of those 50 did the Lions get? Three. <laughs> 47 Eric, to three. Eric, 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 they scored with two minutes and 15 seconds left against the <laughs> Bengals. It's the, the Bengals. That's against the Bengals. Now they're Aaron going to get the go up against Jalen Ramsey. No way. Yeah, take give the me under. The, give me the Rams. They're gonna blow them out. It's pretty obvious yeah. who you're picking here. Oh yeah, yeah, I said it, Rams. Yeah. Go Rams, people. Go Rams. Go Rams. <laughs> Next up, we have the Texans at the Cardinals. This is a pretty another one that's a no-brainer. So uh, the Lions have the second biggest point spread. The Texans have the number one. They are 18-point underdogs. I mean. This one's pretty obvious. Texans suck. Cardinals are undefeated. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me the Cardinals and expect them to cover this. Look for them to put up at least 30-plus points against the Texans. Texans may even be lucky if they get in double digits and touchdown and points. Yeah, I mean, it's the revenge game for J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Cardinals are just such a much better team than the Texans. Davis Mills is going to have five turnovers. Mm. Yeah, he's he's been struggling these last few weeks. Look for him to struggle again, especially against Buda Baker. <laughs> well, Byron Murphy's the one you got to watch out for. Their cornerback, their rookie last year, he had a damn good season so far. Oh, yeah. Next up, we have the Bears at the Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay's home. Bears haven't been looking good at all. I mean, mm-hmm. just... Give me the Bucks. The Bucks keep rolling. They're going to continue to keep rolling because they have Brady and they have everybody they freaking need. <laughs> yeah, the Bears are 11 and a half point underdogs. I think they'll cover that. I think this is going to be closer than you think because the Bears have a good defense. 
just their offense can't keep up because they have nobody to throw the ball to. Boy, Justin Fields got sacked nine times in a game. Tom Brady has a little under 2,100 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, only three interceptions. Wow. Wow. That annoys me. Wow. How do you get better when you're 40 years old? 44. So yeah, Bucks are, I think the Bucks are going to win, but look for the Bears to cover. Yeah. And for a Sunday night football, we have the Colts at the 49ers. As I think said, this could be a sneaky good game. Your boy Jimmy G's back. Trey Lance is out with a knee injury, so you'll have Jimmy G against Carson Wentz. And it's not Eagles Niners. I know. Uh, you still kick this one off, Derek. The Niners are four-point favorites at home. Both teams have two wins. Colts need a win. The both teams need this win, but I think the Colts need it more. Yeah, I think. Oh, man, I don't know which quarterback I trust more, Wentz or Garoppolo. Both of them are playing crappy this year. But Wentz has played a lot better recently. Yeah, uh, give me the Niners with a slight edge just because they're at home. But okay. uh, yeah, I think the 49ers will win just because they're at home. Uh, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you. I'm gonna pick the Colts. I think they're they're they need this win more, especially mm-hmm. if Tennessee loses or well, it's, no matter what Tennessee does, they need this win. And uh, Wentz is starting to pick it up with his offense a little bit. They don't have the weapons, but the Niners don't have anyone to cover anybody on the back end. So Carson Wentz has nine touchdowns, only one interception on the year. Not bad. Jonathan Taylor though, he's oh. having a hell of a last couple of games. 87 carries, 472 yards, and four touchdowns he has this year so far. Dudes are looking pretty good. He's pretty good. I think I think he's going to go wild against this team. So give me the Colts on the road. All right, Leslie, last one. Last one for Monday Night Football. We have the Saints at the Seahawks. I think this is pretty easy. Seahawks are four-point underdogs at home. The team's not good, man. Jameis Winston against Geno Smith. Wow. What a game! <laughs> uh, yeah, give me the Saints. The Saints are going to win. I just I don't trust Geno Smith. Geno Smith is just, he's not a good quarterback. Let's just say when your team is starting Geno Smith and you were having conversations with one Cameron Newton, oh. you're screwed. Yeah. Um, give me the Saints on the road. Seahawks are not going to look very good here. That defense sucks. They're bad. They don't. They can't rush the passer. It's, it's it's not good in Seattle. So give me the Saints. I agree. All right. All right. Thanks, Leslie. A real quick update in case you missed the show on Wednesday. Uh, the picks total. I am beating Derek sixty-one to fifty-three. But he picked the Browns last, on Thursday night, and I picked the Broncos. So he's got one there. Yeah, that's what you Derek get for... got. Eight picks last week. I got ten. So we'll see how this week unfolds. But I'm winning. Yeah, but that's what you get for picking Denver. I told you they would lose. <laughs> and I'm even a Denver fan, and you're not. And you even picked them. I went against them because I knew they were going to suck. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks Good show, for tuning in. Good show. Uh, this has been Derek and Eric. Leslie is here right now. Hi, right, Leslie. What's up? And <laughs> All right, guys. Till next time. All right. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Thank you.